welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by The Nussle. The Nussle is a breastfeeding aid that will stay with you through your entire nursing journey and beyond. It's a moist heat therapy and cold compression therapy compress wrap. Um, we will hear uh, more. Oh, no. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. I almost forgot. Fairhaven Health. No. Um, Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is your organic and lanolin-free answer to sore and cracked nipples. Um, and now we will hear more from our sponsors um, later. But these sponsors make our podcast possible. So please head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. If you need anything or want anything, um, check there and see if you can give any of your business to our sponsors. Um, and while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and get episodes sent right to your inbox. And uh, now Diane has our review of the week. And this came to us via Gmail and it's from Caitlin. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got my like morning garbling voice working <laughs> it's early. today. I know. She says, wow, where to begin? You ladies have truly changed everything about my breastfeeding journey. I am six months in so far. I just so happened to stumble across your podcast when my baby was taking an extra long nap. You ladies have truly given me the confidence to be an amazing breastfeeding mom. On the other hand, how about the information you ladies share? Like, damn, I feel amazing having so, so much knowledge and being able to pass it along. I just want to say thank you so much for being part of my journey. P.S. I've been wanting to become a doula and thanks to you ladies, I have the confidence to do so. P.P.S. I completely agree with all the bullshit info people share. I follow a few groups on Facebook and I'm like, oh my Lord, you people need the badass breastfeeding podcast in your life. Thank you very much. I love this review. And I love that she called herself an amazing breastfeeding mom. Yeah, it's That's fantastic. Awesome. And I'm so glad that she found us and that the information she's sharing, that you know, information she's learning, she's sharing. And we are going to talk more today about the bullshit info people share. Yeah, totally. Especially the medical side of things. This is my, one of my favorite topics. Yeah. And Diane has a nice insight into this because you work in a pediatric office. I work right? in a pediatric office and because I work in the pediatric office, it's I can pretty much like reel in some of that info. So that's pretty good. But when I see pro a lot of private practice people, that's when they'll be like, "Oh, my doctor told me blah blah blah." And then sometimes people will email us all the time with oh, questions. Yeah. That's where one well, of them yeah. came from today too. Was like somebody emailed me and was like, "Um, this is what, you know, my so and so told me." Fill in the blank. Doctor, nurse, dietitian, um, whoever it was. And I'm not sure if I should, you know, I'm not sure what to do. Is this true? Um, so we, yeah, we hear a lot. So yeah, to preface this, so we're talking about medical information today and the medical professionals, the doctors and the nurses, it's important to remember, which you've, if you listen to this podcast, you know, by now that they do not get lactation training in their curriculum. Maybe they get around, you know, on the labor and delivery floor or something like that um, right. in their training. But they don't actually have like lactation training like a lactation consultant would have. Um, so they're not just being mean, you know, they're they're oh. trying to provide information based on education they don't have. 
And, you know, sometimes it just comes down to this is what they've always told people. You know, this is what they heard from their supervising doctor when they were in school. Um, This is their, you know, opinion, you know, so so we're here to just kind of take some of that that you might hear um, and give you the right information. And some of it, too, like. I definitely want people to realize that your maybe your pediatrician or your OB or your midwife has given you really good advice on breastfeeding, and that's fantastic. But maybe you have to go to say urgent care or the ED for something. Yeah, they probably will not give you good advice, like unless Abby said they had some kind of special training somewhere no. along the way. But that's I mean, and nobody means to be malicious about this. I really think they think that this is the right information. Right. Of course. Or they wouldn't say it. You know. Right. Or, you know, I don't think they're telling you stuff just to tell you stuff. I think they're just, that's what they really think is true. Um, no, and some professionals have gone the extra mile and gotten, you know, oh yeah, and, and, uh, you know, become IBCLCs or just keep up with breastfeeding information, you know, have just, you know, have just found it important in their practice to stay up to date with that or get extra information. But if, and so if you're getting good information, that means that person sought that information out. Yeah. It's um, fantastic. Great. Or she could be a breastfeeding mom herself, maybe right. a provider, right. you know, that's always a thing too, obviously. Um, but these are specifically things that we got that could be very damaging that we have heard. Right. Yeah. Cause some and of it is not good. No. Some of it is. All right, let's go. What's your first? Okay. My first one is I had a mom come to me in private practice. She, I saw her with both of her babies. So um, this was baby number two. This happened just a couple of months ago. And the baby spit up blood at her. I know it was very scary at the babysitter. So it wasn't even like she breastfed and maybe, you know, like had a cracked nipple or something like that and ingested some blood while she was breastfeeding, which we know can sometimes happen. The baby had a bottle and spit up blood. So it was very scary. So she went, picked up the baby from daycare, went to the emergency room and they told her, you know, like they ran some tests or whatever. I don't know whatever it is they did. And they told her that um, the baby probably has a milk allergy, milk protein allergy, which means that she's allergic to breast milk. (laughs) And it's like, or he, it was a little baby boy. So basically this doctor told her, basically the doctor in the emergency room told her, your baby has a milk protein allergy and he's allergic to your breast milk. Those are two completely different things. Like, first of all, you can't be allergic to breast milk. Like, it's just not that you could be reacting to something in the breast milk, which isn't even that common, but you cannot be allergic to your mother's breast milk. Like, you can't grow in your mother's body and then be allergic to her breast milk. Like, it just doesn't work like that. That is not something that's going to happen. And thankfully, she knew better. And she called me and said, this is what they told me, you know, because of course, they're telling her don't breastfeed, you know, like the whole thing. But being allergic to breast milk. Yeah, you hear that a lot, actually. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But that's not what she, I mean, she was really scared. But then that's they not say, what you need. oh, so it's your allergic- fault because it's your breast milk. So that's why this happened. No. Right. Tell her and that. usually the answer is to put the baby on formula. Which is like not the natural food. You know, it doesn't make sense that you. OK, so you're allergic to breast milk. So we'll put you on formula and then it'll be fine. Right. 
No, that, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It does not. No, not at all. So why was this baby spitting up blood? You know, they never really got to the ant got down to the bottom of it. She ended up taking him to a GI doc, which of course they gave her um when they said go to a GI doc, the one that they referred her to had like I don't know, three month wait line wait list or something. Oh god. So I knew of a different one. So they weren't one. terribly concerned. No, obviously not. But I knew of a different one that could get her in like the next day. And she went there and they, you know, did more workups and stuff and they're like they're really not finding anything, which is good. Like, that's what you want. You don't want them to find any problems. Those weird flukes. Yeah. yeah. And the GI doc was like, don't stop breastfeeding. This is, oh, good. you know, like that whole thing. So really was supportive in what she was doing. But if if she didn't know better, if she had just gone there because, you know, to the ED and took that doctor's advice, that baby be on formula and she would have stopped breastfeeding. Yeah, right. Right. You know. Okay. So that's my first one. Should we switch off or do you want to just go? Um, yeah, I could do my next one because this one's okay, really fun too. Okay. Oops. Hold on. Just a second. Like we're talking on the phone. I'm like, right. hold on. Just a second. Yeah. I'll play some music. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my, my piece of paper that had all my stuff written on it. <laughs> So this one came from another one from my private practice where a mom came in. The baby was what I saw her. I want to say the baby was like four weeks old when I saw her. And she said that she was a first baby and was nervous about constipation because, you know, you know, sometimes breastfed babies don't poop all the time. Right. So she was worried about constipation because the baby wasn't pooping that much. She went to her pediatrician. And at the time that this happened, the, she went to, when she went to the pediatrician, the baby was two and a half weeks old, two and a half weeks old. That's a really important part of the story. Two and a half weeks old, afraid that the baby was constipated. Pediatrician told her, give the baby a half an ounce of prune juice four times a day to oh a two God. and a half week old baby. And I was like, what? And she goes, I go, did you do it? And she goes, I did it once. She goes, but it seemed like a lot. And I go, that's cause it is. It's a lot. So her mom instinct kicked in and said, no, this isn't the right thing to do. But that is really like that's I, you, a really young baby to be giving anything other than breast milk. Plus it's against the American Academy of right. Pediatrics to even say right. like to give it's anything. Really other. Very important for gut development that you only have breast milk in the belly. How about educating the mom that breastfed babies sometimes don't poop every minute of every day well, and that's okay they don't know that right they don't know that they think that the baby's full of crap they just got a big <laughs> solid turd in there and the baby can't push it out i mean there is no big solid turd inside your baby no breastfed babies don't get constipated it's just not a thing but i just i felt so bad for her that she was like, yeah, I did do it, but I just wasn't. And and that's got to be like, and I think we've all, all of us have been to this place where somebody gives you advice on something and you're like, oh, it doesn't quite sound right, but I'll do it because it's somebody that should know. And it just feels really uncomfortable. You know, it feels really uncomfortable to follow advice that you feel like might not be right. Yeah. But you just don't know what else to do. Right. 
Yeah, because your doctor is telling you and your doctor knows. So it must be right. Yeah. But that goes along with one of mine, which was give baby water. Oh. When they're hot or when they're, you think they're dehydrated or whatever, is to just start giving them glasses of water. Yeah. We had actually a... We don't uh, need to do that. That's not how we stay hydrated. Do you, no. No, we milk. I mean, your breast milk has quite a bit of water in it, but it's we had a pediatrician. Water. Yeah, we had a pediatrician in our practice, in the practice that I work at, and he was just kind of like filling in. And it was old. He was an older pediatrician, and he told somebody to give the baby water. I was like, "Wow, what?" <laughs> and no, no breast milk. Plus, yeah, breast milk, breast milk. plus it is taking up. I mean, think of how small. First of all, how small your baby's stomach is, and if you are filling it with something that doesn't have any nutrition, right. like water. That's dangerous. Right. Or prune juice. Right. Plus, your baby doesn't have the kidney function to break all of that fluid down either. Yeah. So that can be pretty dangerous. So we don't want to be putting all kinds of crazy stuff in their system. So just right. yeah. yeah. My grandmother asked me that too once I remember when my she asked me, Do you give him any water? When my son was like, you know, baby. And I said, No. And she goes, Well, isn't he thirsty when he wakes up from a nap? And I said, well, I'll just give him, you know, I'll just breastfeed him. But I didn't know any better. You know, right. I, I mean, I didn't know, but I was like, no, because I hadn't heard that before. But she was, a, you know, my grandma who was born in, you know, 1920 or something. So maybe that's what they did. Yeah. I mean, obviously still do because people yeah. say this. People say this all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Especially in hot weather and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you got to give them extra water. Or the hiccups? We don't. Yeah. <laughs> or your baby has the hiccups, oh, which God. happens like 15 times a day when they're newborn. Uh, oh, my God. Exley has the hiccups 20 times a day. It's so annoying. Still, like something's wrong with it. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh my God. It's like interrupts us going to sleep. He like, and he just gets the hiccups. Every time he giggles, he gets the hiccups. Anytime he's like, huh, chuckles or anything. Oh, my God. He just gets the hiccups. It's so freaking annoying. That is annoying. Poor Exley. I would, I would hate my life. Yeah, I know. I would. And it, honestly, they don't seem to last very long. It's not like, oh, I can't get rid of these hiccups. Like they go on for a little while and then they stop, which I feel like if I get the hiccups, forget it, man. Oh, I know. That's like what I'm battling for half the day. It's the worst. I try to do all these weird breathing exercises. Yeah, I know. And you're upside down and you're like yeah. plugging your nose and plugging your, uh. I know. My husband one day was like, are you in labor? Like, what is going on with you? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm trying to get rid of these hiccups. It was just like, I, I hate it. But. Anyway, yeah. Don't give your baby water. That's pretty no. much the bottom line. Yeah. Just breast milk is good. Just They're fine. Milk. Yeah. Uh, my next one was an email that I got this week. And I was like, oh, my gosh, perfect timing that she has a 14-month-old and was told by a dietitian that if she didn't give cow's milk, the baby's brain wouldn't develop. Oh. <laughs> I'm now, sorry. And and I'm, I mean, and she kind of said like, you know, she didn't say this is, th she said, if you don't give milk, your brain, baby's brain won't develop. But she said, you know, do I have to give her cow's milk? I really want her brain to develop. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming that that's what they told her because uh, how would uh -huh. you get from one to the other? Right, right, right. I would never have made that connection if somebody didn't tell me that. Somebody yeah. didn't freak me out like that. Right. So I was like, um, No. Like, what do you, cause she's like, I, I don't want to give her any lactose at all. She's like, I don't, I don't, you know, give my baby any lactose. And I'm like, no, plenty of people don't give their baby whole milk. 
what and what about the ba- what about the actual children, the legitimate children who are lactose intolerant? Like, because that really right. does happen. We're you all know, lactose like, intolerant, right, by the way. Are. Yeah, we all are. We are not cows. And I will tell you, if you do not give your children cow's milk, they are in danger. They are in danger. They will never learn to moo. They will never moo. They might not grow a third stomach. They, and... they won't. They won't go moo. <laughs> now, look, if you drink if you drink milk, fine. If it settles with you, fine. Um but you don't need it. You don't right. ever, ever need milk from another species. Right. It's totally you don't okay. Need it. And especially you don't need to be scared into giving it to your child. Oh. If it's something that doesn't work for your family. What an insane thing to tell somebody. Your brain is not going to develop unless you drink the breast milk of this other mammal. It's insane. It doesn't make any sense. It's insane. What, cow's milk is so normalized here that we don't even like see how it doesn't make sense until it until you see it then you're like i can't unsee it <laughs> you know it's like oh, weird i know but i don't i'm like and w- when i hear stuff like that especially that like the crazier it is i'm like am i wrong you know like is, is there know. some is there some research somewhere like that they, i don't know about and i'm typing my answer to her and i'm like god i hope i'm right and then i'm like wait a minute <laughs> Like, think about this logically here. I had to really, like, stop myself and be like, think about this logically. There are a zillion human beings around the world that do not drink cow's milk on a daily basis. Are you telling me that none of us are just a bunch of... Right, we're a bunch of zombies? Like, we don't have any brain development because we didn't... You know, we're like the walking dead. Is that what we are now? Because we didn't drink milk when we were... some of us are, but it's not because of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so those are my biggies and then right. of course let's, the nursing cavities but we talk about okay, that let's talk about that after we have a break yes here let's hear from our sponsors our wonderful fabulous sponsors Woo! today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven health if you're struggling with sore nipples you need pain relief fast and when sore nipples turn to cracked nipples forget about it it's enough to want to call it quits Damaged nipples can cause real problems with successfully breastfeeding your baby. Check with a lactation consultant that your baby is getting a good latch and get some Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm. Uh, Nipple Nurture Balm is formulated to soothe, protect, and heal sore or cracked nipples. This nipple balm is made with organic herbal ingredients and combined with natural moisturizers to help provide relief and to heal affected areas and even prevent cracks from reappearing. Nipple Nurture Balm alleviates the discomfort so the joy can be restored to your special bonding time. It is safe for both parent and baby, and there is no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to fairhavenhealth.com. That is F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com, fairhavenhealth.com, and use promo code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase there. And today's episode is also brought to you by The Nuzzle by Mama's Milk Wrap. The Nuzzle is a non-ingestible breastfeeding aid that will stay with you throughout your entire nursing journey and beyond. It offers a moist heat therapy and cold compression therapy. It wraps around your body and connects in the back with adjustable straps. Heat it up in the microwave, then align it to your nipples for hands-free pumping with heat therapy to aid in the letdown. Women are reporting that their milk output increases sometimes doubles. 
The nozzle's patent pending design conforms to your body. For cold therapy, simply put it in the fridge or freezer and apply the compression therapy. The cold helps to soothe early postpartum swelling and sore breasts. The wrap can be used anytime for any part of your body, beyond breastfeeding too. Each wrap comes with a one-time 30-minute lactation consultation with an approved lactation expert. Check out the Nuzzle by Mama's Milk Wrap at mamasmilkwrap.com. That's mamasmilkwrap.com. And use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. And the Nuzzle can also be found on Amazon and Walmart. Um, These sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes also include further information about things we talked about in this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You can find um, all of our other episodes, breastfeeding resources, and information about scheduling your very own online lactation consultation with Diane. And, uh, Today's shout out of the week goes to Black Women Do Cloth Diaper. This is, uh, you can find them on Instagram at Black Women Do Cloth Cloth Diaper. And it's, if you cloth diaper, obviously you'll love it. But even if you don't, this is full of just Black women stories, families, Black joy, um, information about breastfeeding too, and pregnancy and cloth diapering and bottle feeding and everything, parenting baby related um and just amazing beautiful photos and inspiring empowering information uh so give them a follow black women do cloth diaper awesome and that's all what were you talking about cavities cavities and what are yeah and what you got for your oh yeah i have a list too (laughs) so yeah cavities you know we've had episodes about this that's not true breast milk does not cause cavities if anything, it helps protect your baby from cavities. But cavities are going to show up whether you, whatever you do. It's really genetic. It's really something that's, whose teeth did they inherit? Yeah. Um, so I have some. So, you know, I was told in the early days of my breastfeed, early days, like literally like day, the day, my first day <laughs> of breastfeeding, I was told that supplementing with formula was going to help my milk come in. How does that work? Aid in breastfeeding. Yeah. So I didn't know. I was just like, okay, but um, that's not true. Because obviously we want your baby at the breast, suckling at the breast to be regulating your milk supply. If you're filling them with other things and they're away from the breast eating somewhere else, that, that doesn't help breastfeeding. That actually hurts breastfeeding. That's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything except cause problems where your milk is, you know, not going to be coming in. It's not going to be, um, you know, you know, how could have low supply, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's not a good advice. No, flushable advice, right there. Flush it, flush it. Yeah. And if you're in the hospital and people are telling you this, it's so hard because they're just like, I mean, what they told me was my baby was hungry and my milk wasn't coming in and my baby was crying because he was hungry. So like I was really in a backed in a corner, you know, because I didn't know that that wasn't true. You know, I didn't know that my baby only needed like literally drops from me at that time. And it's a horrible feeling. Your baby's hungry and you're not giving him anything. Right. Oh my gosh. 
it's terrible. And then they left, you know, we left the hospital with the instruction with a garbage bag full of formula and the instructions to breastfeed for 10 minutes on each side and then give a bottle. And then I got home. So I'm doing that day and night, constantly freaking out. And, you know, no instructions, no further instructions, you know. So I had to seek that out. But that's another story. Uh, So that's, you know, problematic. So, I mean, if you if you if you went through that, you're not alone. If you're pregnant, you know. Try to find a lactation consultant that you can contact maybe before you have your baby. And set up that get that connection going now so that when you do have your baby, if you're running into problems, you have somebody to call immediately right then, even if it's day one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because not everyone in the hospital is going to be helpful because let's remember that the hospitals and formula companies have a relationship. Um, and so their protocol, this the regular protocol in a hospital is to just give everybody formula. And I worked in the hospital. They don't all have lactation training. The lactation consultants did, but the nurses didn't. Yeah, but I even mean, the lactation consultant is still working within this system mm-hmm. that is tied to these formula companies. You know, so they have you're protocols. still going to get wrapped up in that. Yeah, it's a really difficult place to work if you're, I mean, I could never go back to a hospital because of the protocols. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just really, it's it's really hard. To, to fight that. Yeah, it is. It is as an employee. I mean, as a as a patient, I mean, it's really, you know, almost impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible, but I mean, it's not something you want to do when you just had a baby. No, and we get a lot of messages, a lot of messages from hospital nurses telling us oh, that, yeah. you know, they're so grateful for the information because they really didn't get much at all and they yeah, want to, be able to help the people who can really pass it on yeah and advocate for their patients which everybody wants to do when they have yeah. the information right and that's what you go into stuff like nursing for right exactly um so my other one is um medical information you you might hear from your doctor you probably will at some point <laughs> that about some sort of medication or surgery that you need to stop breastfeeding They'll say, okay, you're going to have this procedure. You're going to be on this medication. You need to wean. That's not true. Mm -mm. Most medications are safe. Um, You can even, depending on what, what situation it is that you need medication for, if whether for it's, it's for a surgery, it's for some kind of procedure or just, you know, um, mental health issues or something. There's, there are multiple medications out there that you can, you know, choose the the one that is um, safest for you, safest for breastfeeding. Yeah. And that's something, the information you can get through like LactMed or Infant Risk Center. Or if your doctor doesn't have it, because sometimes they don't. They're just like, you have to they just say, Yeah, they just say don't do it just because it's a liability on their part, you know. Um, right. This comes up a lot. And we did an episode on this, I don't know, a little while back. We'll link it in the show notes. I'm talking all about the medication piece because it is something that does come up a lot. And you don't really prepare for it because you're not thinking, okay, I'm going to end up needing some kind of surgery or some kind of something while I'm breastfeeding. But it does happen where, you know, even you even see this with like um, dental procedures. I've had a lot of moms be like, I needed this dental procedure while I was pregnant. So they held off. 
until after I had the baby. And now they're saying that I need Novocaine. I need this. I need that. Mm -hmm. I need to have painkillers afterwards. Can I, and, and I can't breastfeed. I have to pump and dump. I'm like, Oh God, don't No, Don't that's not even, no, that's not necessary. But of course they're automatically saying that because they're thinking, Oh, we can't give this mother this strong medication. It's going to go straight to the baby, but that's not what happens. That's not how the medication works. It's not how medication and breastfeeding work. And you have to also consider the fact that when you have a baby, they give you quite a bit of medication. Whether, oh, right. you know, I mean, if you have a C section, they're giving you painkillers afterwards. They're giving you pain medication and, and breastfeeding. <laughs> right. Epidural, like morphine sometimes. Like there's a lot of medications that are going on when you're having a baby. And then all of a sudden, your baby's older, more stable, can metabolize better. You have to go have this procedure and they're saying you can't have anything. I mean, come on. Let's think about this logically. Right. You know, we we don't want to drug your baby, but we also want the right information to be passed around. Right. We don't want you to interfere with your breastfeeding relationship because that's if you weigh the, you know, pros but, and cons of everything, then continuing to breastfeed is the best decision. And I've also had mothers that put really important medical decisions on hold because they didn't yeah. want to have to disrupt their breastfeeding relationship. And that's not fair either. You shouldn't right. have to do that. Right. You don't need, yeah. When it's not necessary even. Right. It's not necessary. So definitely if somebody's telling you something and your that instinct usually kicks in, you know, like somebody tells you something and you're like, that doesn't really sound right. I don't really right. know about that. Like get a second opinion for sure. If you know, and this could be somebody that you trust implicitly, but maybe they just don't know the ins and outs of breastfeeding. Not everybody can know everything, right? I mean, All right, and my other one, I have two more. One is uh, feeding on a schedule. Uh, a lot of that. times, you leave the hospital with directions to like breastfeed every two hours, and blah blah blah. Um, don't you know? Don't do that. Just. Keep your baby on your breast. Close. We keep, you know, we call it feeding on demand. Some people don't like that. Feeding on cue, whatever you want to call it. Just breastfeed. You don't need to look at the clock. Just keep your baby at your breast. And obviously you can go to the bathroom and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, it's not like you can't unlatch them. You're not allowed to unlatch them. But if you just keep them there as often as possible or whenever, um, do that. Feeding on a schedule just leads to issues with milk supply and gives you, you know, a really because, pissed off baby. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, they will, they will definitely cry more. Yeah. And so the last one is for me is um, all of the information that you hear about trying to get your baby to sleep better in quotes. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So you hear like, you know, if you're breastfeeding, well, top them off right before bed with some formula to help knock them out or put some rice cereal, you know, mix some rice cereal with some breast milk or some formula or something to just give them like a real heavy stomach to make them pass out. Dangerous. No, that's terrible advice. Yeah. That is not safe. Your baby's not made to pass out and to be going to a deep sleep like that. That's not, they're not developmentally ready to do that, which is why they're not doing it. I had, um, um a uh, client once who, when I worked in the pregnancy program here in Rochester and she gave her, and it was a cultural thing. She gave her baby rice in the bottle 
rice cereal rice rice cereal uh-huh. in the bottle and her baby aspirated and ended up oh in the hospital God. you know i mean it's dangerous for several reasons yeah but for her it was a cultural thing that you know family upon family member told her to do it and you know so that's what they did with their babies and her baby aspirated that's terrifying yeah so mm-hmm. i mean the you know your baby is unfortunately not going to sleep you, probably the way that you want them to um my solution to that is to bring your baby into your bed and you can check out our safe bed sharing episode and how to set up a safe sleep space which you can do um and get some sleep lay down with your baby and rest rest sleep it's yeah it's actually you know if you was that last week yeah i think so yeah last week's episode if you heard last week's episode um that was that's who we are we sleep at the breast as babies so Mm -hmm. um yeah that's it for me so there's some good ones so if you are listening and you have any you know like medical professional any kind of information that you say oh my gosh i would love to flush this send it to us because we'll we'll keep a list running and we do these episodes every once in a while the myths and the flushable info yeah because it comes up all the time and we want to make sure everybody knows like this is not good information to follow so share it with us if you hear it come up we would love to we would love to have it thanks for listening thank you bye bye